engagement ring or not, that's just a no-no. To even pressure your partner into buying something that they can't afford, Did that I is super rotten. Did I pressure you into buying an engagement ring you didn't want? <laughs> Did you? Did I? Did you? R-O-T-N, let me present to you the Rotten Podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, we are back for another episode. Which one is this? Rotten number 21? Yes. Yes. Hey. Hello, guys. I feel like we need a better introduction. You know how, like, Logan Paul does, like, welcome back to the number one podcast in the world? Like, I feel like ours is always so off every single time. Like, it's never the same. Or so maybe we that's want a consistent me. intro. I love that. We want a consistent intro because our consistent outro lately has been see you next Tuesday, which, if you guys didn't know, means C-U-N-T. Even Spell though, it out. <laughs> even though we missed last <laughs> week's episode, and then yes. the week before that, we uploaded on a Wednesday because... Yeah took a while to edit it was a very long episode that was, was the longest i believe podcast we had ever filmed it was like two hours long and a lot of the information was definitely very um like very factual based and informational so just editing it took a little bit longer than both of us expected but yeah either way guess what happened to me what happened to you guess what happened to me i turned 30 this is your first pod in your 30s how it does it feel my first pod in the 30s um it feels exactly the same as it did two weeks ago <laughs> although oh my god i just wanted to say a round of applause for matthew matthew killed my birthday this year hey. and let me just tell you guys i had the best freaking birthday night i mean birthday in general but birthday night i was so shocked so a little backstory i turned 30 on march 31st on march 30th um my friends and I went to dinner because one of my other friends has a birthday very close to mine. So we all went to dinner with all of our college friends. We all were like, the four of us have been really good friends since the college days. And either way, dinner was at like 7.30 p.m. I come home at 9.30 p.m. I'm sitting in my <laughs> car and I do this a lot. I don't know if anyone else is like this. Are you like this? No, but I see you all the time when you pull in and you literally sit in your car for so long sometimes you'll be in your car for 45 minutes just sitting there on your phone scrolling on tiktok i love just having my alone time just sitting in the car before i go in the house just like scrolling or doing work or answering text messages i haven't gotten to and at that point people had already started saying happy birthday to me because i had posted on my instagram story the last day of my 20s and so people were like saying happy birthday and i was just like responding but either way i'm coming home at 9 30 p.m but i will say really quick that it is a very quiet isolated place that i feel like every time you step into your car it, there's a very strong moment of like 
silence and peace the world you kind of shut the world out Mm -hmm. so it makes sense why you do it i just am always ready to get inside and move on to the next thing i never just want to like sit there and yeah but anyway so you pull up at 9 30 sit in your car ruin my master plan i know okay don't don't jump too far ahead it was actually probably 10 p.m when i finally got home and i've been in my car for like 20 minutes matt texts me get inside and i'm like i'm sorry i'm like i'm like texting back my friends and posting on my like, story hold on, i gotta post an instagram story and i didn't know why he was saying that because in my head every single year we've ever celebrated our birthdays together it's a midnight thing at 12 a.m on the dot we get like a birthday cake singing combination and it's like the cutest thing i find that so fun so i was not expecting anything but the second i got home i walked through the doors and it's pitch fucking black i'm like what what's going on and i hear the creepiest music i'm not kidding when i say i was just so confused but then down the dark hallway i see all of these lights set up these candles and it looks like a memorial and i get closer and i freaking notice matt is standing (laughs) on the doorway dressed in all black with a little black fedora and everything and i that's the, that's the second i realized he had thrown me a funeral for my 20s so funny it was so funny <laughs> i was so excited for you to come home i had to replay the song over <laughs> I, I'm so i was sorry. talking with andrew beforehand and i'm like oh i was tracking you really and it's so funny because you drive really fast and it's so funny because we were le- we were dying I'm like, she's sending it right now. <laughs> I was just watching this little dot just zooming. Like, the time it said that you were going to make it in, it just kept like getting so Shorter. much quicker than I expected. I'm like, oh shit, I got to go. And then I go and I set everything up. Yeah. I light all the candles. I put the music on and I'm like, all right, it's go time. And then I'm waiting five minutes. And I'm like, all right. She's just chilling in her car. I'm like, okay, let me reset the song. So I like creep out. I'm like, she can't see me. And I had to do it like two or three times. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to wait two more minutes mm-hmm. or I'm going to send this text to come inside. Okay. Cause that kind of ruined it a little bit. I felt like no, I was killing the surprise. Cause obviously if I'm telling you to come in, there was something. So either way, send you the text. And then I still wait another like five to seven minutes, which was fine, but it was funny. But yeah, I was playing funeral music. Um, and I set up like a shrine <laughs> And it was like death to your 20s. Yes. And yeah, it was very fun. It was so cute. It was like um, Matt made a birthday cake that said, you're old. Wait, I have photos. You're old AF. We're, we're going to post the photos so you guys can see it if you guys are um, listening or watching us on YouTube or Spotify. But it was like the cutest little birthday cake um, in your cute little handwriting. You know what? This is the first time your handwriting didn't look like chicken scratch. Like I could tell you put so much work and effort. It was actually, into- I was actually <laughs> terrified to do that part because I was like, all right. But the thing with that was it was actually really easy to write with because it's, you can be very intentional. Oh, did you buy something from like Betty Crocker? Yeah. Or- well, I ordered it online. It was like black stuff. So black stuff, black food, coloring? black, black icing. Okay. Yeah. Um, To be specific, it said you're old AF. RIP your youth. And um, I had been telling Matt, this is why I just know you're so thoughtful when it comes to these things, when you actually put in the effort. Sometimes you can be I was sweating about this birthday (laughs) because you put a lot of pressure on me, number one. I didn't mean to. It was more like a joke. No, you said it like four times. You brought it up in therapy too. You're like, this is a big one. And then our therapist was like, this is a big one. It is a big one. And I'm like, oh man, but the amount of times I talked to my sister, like, all right, this is my plan. Like, probably six weeks of like thought being like I need to do something special and I know it's been like you know a rough year yeah and it's like 
the end of your 20s. So it's a big deal. And I wanted to make sure that I like was really thoughtful and did something fun. It made you feel that I was putting in the effort because which is why I even booked a reservation like oh, we four weeks in advance to um, of the birthday. Yeah. Um, but I do want to ask what gave you that idea? Because I had been like kind of talking about I I wish I spent more time planning a birthday party because I think I would have loved having a funeral for my party for my birthday. Like at the end of the 20s, I would want everyone to show up to my birthday party dressed all in black. And I would literally have a memorial service where I had like photos of my 20s up and running on like the projector because we have a projector. But then all of a sudden you made made it happen for my the night of my birthday and it was the cutest freaking thing ever. So had you always planned this or was it because I had mentioned it once or twice? Like, Well, you mentioned that, number one, you wanted to get photos and you wanted to wear black and you wanted that to be the theme. So I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, let me lean into that, which is a strong theme. So you gave me a strong theme, which was amazing. So it was really easy to work off of. And then it was kind of fun. Like, I'm like, oh, I can get like creative with this. And um, it was really crunched. Like that night was so insanely stressful. Really? Not stressful, but I was like super high energy running around the house feeding the dogs making myself dinner i had to like run to the store to grab something you're like away so i had to like all the decorations the balloons the like hanging up the strings setting up the table cleaning off the table because there was so much shit there and they didn't send me like one of those straws to like blow up the balloon so i'm like shit what am i gonna do so i was like freaking out but then i found a pump in the garage i'm (laughs) like i know there's a pump yeah it actually made my life so much easier than a straw yeah, but it still took, takes a lot of time to like hang those things, blow it up, attach all the little strings, set up the candles, do all that, whatever. Um, meanwhile, I'm all I'm trying to plan out all of these things and I'm not sure when you're getting home. So for the first like two hours, I was sweating, just <laughs> running around the house sweating because I also had to like ice your cake, which I made earlier and then do the thing. I had no idea when you made that cake. I, I didn't smell cake, but apparently Matt had made it. <laughs> Where'd you go? You went somewhere in the middle of the day, and I'm like, all right, this is a good. You went had an oh, event House or something. Oh, I went to House of CB's um, Cottage Core Collection launch. It was very fun, but when I came home, I didn't smell a thing. Matt said that's when he had cooked the cake. I li- I cooked the cake. I aired it out. I opened the doors. I opened the windows. I lit vanilla candles just in case you'd be like, why does it smell like? Vanilla? And I'm like, oh, it's like vanilla. I like burnt something. So I had a Honestly, whole ass plan. Smart. Smart. Whole ass plan. See, with me, when it comes to your birthdays, normally it's like, Matt, stay inside your room for like two hours. And then like, that's when the magic happens. But I was so shocked because I really thought it was going to happen at midnight. So for yeah. it to happen at like 10, 15 p.m. the day, the night before my birthday, I was Well, that's so why I wanted happy. to do it then because, you know, you'd be expecting it at midnight or the next day. Mm-hmm. So I'm let me catch you off guard. Mm-hmm. And know, I did. You know, I also realized you're a great actor. Remember we were like taking photos of each other crying. <laughs> I'm sitting there trying to pretend cry you, you at my so funeral, at and I was like, well, "I like also I didn't know how to do it." Up. I you was were, like buzzed. excited. It was fun. <laughs> I didn't know how to pretend cry, and Matt was like, "Kill these photos." I ha- I'll post the photos of him pretend crying at my. Do funeral. you ever post the photos when we say we're going to post the photos? Yeah, I do. Yeah, okay. I'll also be posting them on my Instagram. I like edited it and everything, so it should be up by tomorrow. Nice. So if you guys. If I don't post it here, go to the Instagram. But either way. So what was the best part about your birthday? Oh my gosh. That was hands down probably the best part was the surprise. Because it was a surprise. And it was like everything that I'd wanted. 
encapsulated between the two of us. But I really I know how to make you happy, which is do something that's a little thematic, thoughtful, but more than anything, something that will make for good Instagram photos. Yeah. If you get good photos, it's a wrap. It doesn't matter what happens after that. You'd be like, I got my photos. <laughs> it's like when we go on vacation, you're like you'll be very high strong if you're trying to get photos. Because you want to get your photos in before you can relax, which I understand. Yeah. But you're a little like on edge, a little like sour to be around. And then you get your photos and then you're like, I'm happy. I mean, I feel like you're the same way when you don't get your photos as well. You're like, I never care to get photos. You are such a liar. I remember the last time I helped you take photos, you were getting a little mean of me. And I was like, see, I'm not the only one that does this. Yeah, it's because like when you're not feeling confident in the photos you're taking because you don't like the way you're looking like something's off but you still need these photos for something you're just like so annoyed yeah, but no, it doesn't it. it's not like geared towards you it's like myself yeah. but coming out in negative toxic ways either way so what happened the rest of the night was at midnight we were still awake you sang me happy birthday it was very cute and then i fell asleep with theo in between both of us at 2 a.m <laughs> and those photos were freaking adorable that you yeah, took of us. Yeah, he fell asleep with like his mouth open. It's like <laughs> so funny and adorable. It was like very nice because Theo never falls asleep on me ever or us in general. So this was very rare. And I was like, oh, it's my birthday. Like, well, I usually put him away before there's a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like lately he's been a little more excited to like sleep near us. I think he went through that phase that I was saying because he used to do that before a lot. And then he he's kind of going through that teenager adolescent balls are dropping puberty oh my god his hair balls. on his balls his balls used to be little kumquats now they're now they're avocado, avocado seeds, seeds. <laughs> legitimately these this kid's fucking hung it's and it's he's also discolored like they're not cute balls hey don't they're, talk shit about some his parts balls. of it's pink some parts of it's some parts of it's black. Some parts of it's hairy. Hey, some of it's naked. You're, I'm over, like, you're, you're reading too much into his testicles. This is my first time ever having or being around a boy dog very often or consistently. So Yeah, me too. Honestly, I grew up always with girl dogs. Yeah, females. Little bitches. Yeah, when we were getting Theo, they were like, you know, because we had questions about getting a male dog versus a female dog. And there was a very cute little female dog. And then when we ended up going with the male Theo... They were like, yeah, boys are actually a lot more like they're just nicer. They're happier. Whereas female dogs are kind of a little like eh, aggressive, territorial. Territorial? I don't know. What? No. I think so. Mm, I don't know. They're little bitches. They're little bitches, but they're not. I wouldn't say they're like more aggressive or territorial. They're just like more finicky when it comes to like their personality. But we're overgeneralizing because I think Zoe is a sweetheart. Either way. So, okay. It was my birthday. I fell asleep at 2 a.m. Then Matt and I woke up at like 10 a.m. because we both had spa appointments that Matt booked at the Bel Air Hotel, which is right next to UCLA. It's in Bel Air, Los Angeles, which if you guys did not know, was like the rich, richest, bougiest part of Los Angeles. It is beautiful. I feel like people know that because of the show Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Exactly. Exactly. Put it on the map. (laughs) It is. It's on the map. Um, and so we just had a great time. We got a couple's massage for 90 minutes. Literally, when I tell you 90 minutes have never gone by so fast, I was expecting more. And I was like, what do you mean it's been 90 minutes? I did not minutes. want it to end. Sometimes Same. I'm like, all right, I'm ready. But that was by far one of the best. That was the best spa experience I've had. Aside from Morocco, when we were doing like the Hanan. Haman, I say, Haman. I want to say the massages 
actually in Morocco were that great, but, but the, the experience, the experience was, experience was insane. Yes. This experience was incredible. Mm, yeah. So nice. I would love to go back. I'm not it kidding. It was so peaceful. That hotel was insane. I thought I was going to die while I was getting my massage. <laughs> like he was going so hard. I love a good deep tissue. That's good. Cause you always complain that you're like, it wasn't hard enough. And I'm always like, just say something, just tell him to go harder. Yeah. It's definitely going very to the point where the next day I remember Matt like tickled my back and I was like, ow, 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 ow. Like, do I have bruises on my back? But he was like, no, I don't see anything. But yeah. yeah it was, and then it was after the massage, that little room we were just chilling in with the window and the door open and you just hear the birds and it's green and you feel the, the breeze coming in mm -hmm. and we're drinking tea and we're sitting in those nice chairs. That was probably one of the most peaceful and present moments i've ever had in my entire life yeah i you feel like i've been wound best. i've been maybe a little wound up or stressed or whatever and the massage was so nice but then even just afterwards sitting there was so relaxing mm -hmm. that i i felt so in control of my thoughts that i honestly was thinking this must be what an animal experiences i remember you were saying that to me and i was like what because there was no there was no it was very spiritual and almost <laughs> psychedelic i legitimately felt like i was high after really 100 percent. and i was in such control of my thoughts that there was no other thought or feeling aside from like the current moment i don't know yeah. how to explain it it was like the most peaceful and present i've ever been and it was just a beautiful moment like to be able to be that present and not feel any anxieties or thoughts about the future, even if they're good or bad. If you're like excited about later, it was just in the moment. It was, you're just so happy. So happy. You also told but me, but I that wouldn't say happy was the word. It was like fulfilled and just at peace, which mm -hmm. I think is a different experience than being happy. Yeah. You know, you're also telling me that the bathroom shower was like the best shower experience you ever had. And it made me sad that I didn't take a shower there. You never like to use the facilities. I'm no, always like, yeah. I love the facilities. I love the water. They had a steam, which I didn't spend too much time in because of my tattoo. Mm -hmm. But the shower was really nice. Yeah. You know what it is? Maybe it's not a girl thing. Maybe it's just a me thing. But if they don't have my shampoo and conditioner, I don't want to accidentally get my hair wet in any way. It just like never looks the same. Yeah. So no, I, I get that. I am I can be the same way. So then we went from Bel Air Hotel. Then we had dinner at Odium, which oh, if you guys have never been, God. it's located in downtown LA. It is a little awkward to get to, I will say. That's like the one negative to it. But once, once you, you know where it is, it's there, pretty easy. Yeah. It's just in a giant parking garage. You're not really sure where you're going. It's the Broad Museum. And then you go in there and you're like, wait, am I here? And they're like, yeah, Odium. And then you just take an elevator from this random parking garage that's pretty much empty. You wind up on this floor. You walk outside and it feels like you're in a courtyard in an entire different planet. Mm -hmm. I'm not even kidding. It's yeah. so wild. It feels like you legitimately teleport from being in like a parking garage to being in an entire new place yes yes it feels like it, it's not on the ground floor but it yeah, is it I know, feels like you're thing. on like the third floor of something but it's not it's literally in the ground floor either way so this was the same place that i had taken matt for his 31st birthday and both of us loved it so and much i wanted to i was like is it kind of like a cheap thing to the, not that the restaurant's cheap the restaurant is expensive as fuck but is it like a not thoughtful thing to take you to the same place that you took me <laughs> But I know how we both are about food, which is like if we find something we like, we want to do it again. And yes. that is such a 
birthday celebratory spot, which used to kind of be like what Bestia Bavel was until we're just like, yo, let's just go now. Fuck it. Let's not wait. And so now we've kind of like stepped up with that. We've definitely leveled up when it comes to our food. Like, yeah, I would say we've reached the highest level. I'm sure there's there's definitely higher levels. Well, we went to no. Well, ODM is considered fine dining. Yeah, yeah. Then the next day we, we went, went to, to Gwen. Gwen, which is a Michelin star restaurant because Matt's little brother, Andrew, his girlfriend, Kaylee and I have birthdays two days apart. So we decided to do a joint birthday at Gwen, which is a Michelin star restaurant. They just got their Michelin star back in November and Matt's little sister, Jennifer used to work there. She so we got, the, we got a the good events, treatment. Yeah. She used to be the events coordinator at Gwen and I, I'm not gonna lie, the food at Gwen was amazing, but Odium, Different no Michelin level. star, still better. I was still fighting better. with her the, on that day because she's like, "Well, wait till you come to Gwen," because she's never had Odium, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, let's check it out." But like, there's no way that there's something. Imagine at- we've hyped it up so much though that she ends up not even liking Odium. No, there's no way you. You wouldn't. think she hyped up Gwen too much for us that we? No, didn't- I just think we went to Odium the night before yeah. because. Gwen was amazing. Mm-hmm. The bread. The bread was very good at Odium. They, when, I, when I ordered the steak, they brought out like a case of different knives to choose from. Like yes. oh, this one. And they explained like which one it was. Yeah. I would say the service at Gwen. It was a lot better for sure. Felt like a Michelin star service. Yeah. Yes, for sure. But the only problem was, and we're being super picky and whatever, it took so long to get our food. It did. Whereas at Odium... I noticed that the people behind the counter and our server was watching. Maybe he didn't come by as much, but he was watching us the whole time that when we were like finishing up a dish, he would make sure that the next one was coming Mm -hmm. out. So they're very conscientious with the timing of me of the food, Mm -hmm. which I feel like is so important because we did end up sitting there for a little bit too long. But anyways, three hours we were at Gwen. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, we went to Odium on your birthday. Insane food. If anyone's in LA, Go there. I promise you. I would love to find more restaurants at that level because now I feel like. No, we're we going to go broke. Yeah. It's so expensive. Anyway, Matt and I have decided that we are trying to keep our podcast episodes much shorter because. Yeah, we want to see how it goes. We want to just test it out. So it is time already for the Rotten Roundup, guys. And AKA the Am I Rotten? And today's Am I Rotten is actually an update from our previous episode. So if you guys haven't seen our previous episode, I think it was like three weeks ago, we had a situation where a girl was upset at her husband, I found out. It's actually her husband, not her boyfriend. Oh. she Her husband had a credit card opened with his ex-girlfriend and had still yet to close it down. And we had some questions about why has it not been closed down. About why? Do you want to read it? Matt and I have decided that Matt is much better at reading out loud than oh, I Oh, wait, you're giving me that? Because before you're like, we're going to see. You put the pressure on. Yeah, so, you yeah? did great. Sweet. Okay. Love that. Am I rotten? So my husband is actually the one who wanted to go ring shopping for a proposal with his ex. And it was her who wanted a more expensive ring when the salesperson brought up being able Ew. to get a more expensive ring with the higher credit line. We are actually, so, I mean, off the bat, the the intention of getting the card was for an engagement ring. We are actually planning on buying a house soon, so Tiff is totally right about closing it on his end after everything is done. When we were going through our finances, we were actually the ones shocked that she was still on the card, which led to the theory that she probably forgot about it. We still receive her physical card in the mail, so whatever card she has isn't usable. I don't see the problem then. What makes contacting her difficult is the mental and verbal abuse my husband went through while with her. 
She made him use all of his money on her with the mindset if he didn't spend money for her, he didn't love her. She didn't care if expenses for her went on his card or how he managed to get the money. It was really toxic, and I'm glad my husband was able to get out of it. I forgot to say that my husband ended up buying a ring for the ex, but was denied when the proposal wasn't glamorous enough. No. Wait, I'm so glad she gave us this update. Wow, this girl seems like a little C-U-N-T. I'll see you next Tuesday. He still kept the ring post breakup. And when it was time to propose to me, he took the ring back to the store and exchanged it for a ring double the price because the one that because that was the only way he could not lose the full value of the original ring. Nice. I think the ring I currently have symbolizes him going through hardship, not only with his old relationship, as well as our future together. I still want that link to his ex gone. LOL. Mm. We've had a couple conversations about this after I submitted the last time. We were swaying between closing it after buying a house or sending a text to ask her to remove herself from the card. Thanks for your input on this issue. It was really amazing to hear your take and hear your perspectives on this. Love you guys. We'll update when slash if we make a decision. That's good context. Yeah. That's wild that he got denied <laughs> because it wasn't glamorous enough. Wait, what I a she money said no. hungry. She's the one that was with him at the at the engagement ring store and said no i want a bigger one and then still said no well she's saying that the actual proposal wasn't glamorous no enough, i like know flowers and that everything whole thing. the whole yeah. shebang well the only person rotten in the situation is the ex not yeah. the husband yeah he's in a tricky spot the fact that it was for a wedding ring yeah and then it ended that way there's so many layers to this also i don't think it's the smartest thing to open up a credit card for an engagement ring yeah just definitely but again i think maybe but he was younger it seems like yeah I he was younger learned. and it sounds like that's why the relationship didn't work out because she was clearly maybe didn't have the best intentions mm -hmm. or didn't want the marriage for the right reasons and to even pressure your partner into buying something that they can't afford engagement ring or not that's just a no-no that I is super you rotten into buying an engagement ring you didn't want <laughs> did you did i did you did no, i you no, promise absolutely not Pinky promise okay you i did just not. i just had a double check you pressured me on your 30th birthday <laughs> and you pressured me into proposing to you i but, did not did i well it's like how we're watching vanderpump oh my god which is crazy <laughs> i can't believe I... i'm hooked on it it's just so bad for my mind i feel myself <laughs> one i'm so entertained but two i feel like a worse person when i watch it and Matt does not want me to admit this, but I'm pretty sure we kind of skipped out on last week's episode because Matt we and I were some Vanderpump. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't the reason. There was obviously other reasons, but we were very hooked really? on that. Mm, yeah. I mean, we got in an argument. We you got know. into, yeah, Matt decided to start a fight with me. That's a funny way of viewing oh, the situation. okay. Anyways, way, where I was going with it. We watched three seasons of Vanderpump Rules. And where I was going with it is, what's her name? Katie. She's pressuring like Tom, like I got six months. You know, you kind of did that in a similar fashion, which makes sense because if you're a woman, you have a timetable on your fertility clock. If you're in the prime of your life, you want to make sure that the person you're building with, if you've gone through enough stuff and if you're both committed and on in a good place in your relationship, that that person is going to commit to you. Mm -hmm. And I think guys have a hard time with that. Because I see that this guy on the show is like, hey, I like, I love you. I want it to happen. I'm just like nervous. 
And like, that's a little bit how I felt where I wasn't nervous because you're not the person that I don't want to be with, but it's such like a financial commitment. No, 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 not even financial. It's such a, it's such a permanent, which nothing's permanent, but I guess it's just like a scary thing to commit to for me personally. Like my parents didn't have a good marriage. All the people that I know really don't have good relationships. So marriage is scary and there, there isn't really good role models of people that have really good relationships where you see them working out long term. And I'm not saying there's none, but it's not as rare to see a happy, thriving married couple. But I think with our generation and people are being way more specific, they're waiting a little bit to get married. Um, they're choosing their partner a little bit more wisely. I think we're going to see more and more happy, successful marriages and that becomes more and more of the norm. Yeah, but also I think a little bit of you know what Tom and Katie are going through on Vanderpump Rules is a financial aspect of it where he's yeah. clearly not in a financial place to even be able to support a family, which is something you have to think about when yeah. you get engaged to a man. It's like, I wouldn't yeah. say yes unless I knew you could financially support me in the future. So, yeah. Vanderpump yeah, Rules is fucking amazing. I'm so, I literally, I'm not kidding, guys. I get so excited when I see Matt getting hooked. You have the devilish smirk on your I, face. You're making sure. So we started watching this show. You came home. You're like, I got a new show for us. You should, uh, I'm going to watch like Vanderpump Rules. I'm like, cool. And then I don't remember how I got hooked, but I was sitting on the couch doing work and you're watching it. I'm like, what the hell is this? This is the most insane thing I've ever heard on the side. And then you're like, you want to watch it? I'm like. I mean, it's kind of interesting. And you're no, like, you're okay. you already watching this. You were, okay, so I was sitting there watching it and you were like. I said, this is season one, episode two. Do you want me to wait for you? Do you want me to, do you want to watch this with me? Or should I just watch this without you? And I was like, yeah, I'll watch it. And then <laughs> I would get up and you would pause the show. And I'm like, no, no, no. You, this is not how this is going to go. You're not just going to pause it every time I leave. Like, just let it run. Mm-hmm. Like, just let it play in the background. I don't need every moment, but as I got more and more invested, there was definitely stuff that I needed to see. And on your birthday, you paused it and I was like, no, keep it going. I'm like cleaning up in the kitchen. You're like, but she said that he was really hot. And I'm like, that is not a moment I need to see. I need to see like critical moments in these relationships or these conversations, but not like, you know, this person said they were hot or some stupid drama. If you guys are currently updated on the Vanderpump Rules drama, please let me know if you guys are rewatching every single season like I am just to see the little Easter eggs. And I can't wait for you to see the newest season happening right now because you're going to be mind blown. You know what I'm really excited about that just what actually first episode came out yesterday. Dave. What? Season three. I couldn't get into season two. You really liked Dave. Oh my God. It was so, the ending of season two was probably one of the most creative, well-produced. Like I was so blown away with the production, the meaning, how insane it was. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Not to like change the topic, but like I'm excited to see what's going to happen with the whole situation with Trump getting arrested. We'll I save know. that for another episode. Yeah, crazy. That is crazy. I actually don't think he'll actually ever get... I, I'm i going to bet... I don't know if you want to bet against me, but I don't think he'll actually ever end up in jail. I almost feel like this is just... I, I mean, we've never seen anything like this yeah. ever in the history of America. Not that presidents and politicians don't commit horrendous crimes, crimes but they've never been caught or charged for them. Yeah, especially at this level. Yeah. Of a politician in the U.S. Yeah. But I mean, if you're Trump and you're saying like crazy stuff, 
you're going to start building a huge army of enemies against you. And it's only a matter of time. Like everything, you know, everyone kind of has their day. Like if you took the Bill Clinton route and you were just a little chill out, you know, do your thing, but don't like, don't public, (laughs) like don't publicize it. Yeah. Anyways, he's obviously made a lot of people mad and um, we'll see what happens. I mean, there's like what 37 charges. Mm -hmm. So I have a hard time believing he'll just walk away squeaky clean. Well, they're really going to press into him. I think on the, the disclosed um, documents that he has. Yeah. It's, it's actually the weirdest time in the U S right now. I feel like it's like, we're going at this, we're entering this phase where our eyes are opening. It feels like to society, to politicians, to education, to what's going on in the world. And I would say it's all thanks to TikTok. Although Matt likes to think it's making me dumber. TikTok brain. TikTok You're brain. You're just scrolling, scrolling, You scrolling, know what? I learned scrolling. like the craziest things on TikTok though. Like the whole um, train derailment. I I never saw one article on that. Yeah, but it was all fucked TikTok. up. They were like, there was no coverage on that. Yeah. Because all the media companies are owned by BlackRock. Owned by BlackRock. So it's so corrupt. It's insane. Yeah. It's terrible. There are so many good things in and stories you get fed on TikTok, obviously. Mm-hmm. But crazy time in the world, not even just America, because what's happening on the international level. You're talking about China and stuff and US just and Russia. China, South Korea, North Korea. I mean, there's Taiwan. so many different things that like happening that we're seeing a whole new landscape of what these different partnerships and the power dynamic in the world is. It's wild. Yeah, the power is shifting. US is losing its power. China is gaining its power. At one point, they're going to intersect where the U.S. is currently past its peak going down and then China's going up and pretty soon it's going to go like they're going to meet halfway and it's going to cause a lot of turmoil in the U.S. I'm just, yeah, and the stuff going on with North Korea is insane. I mean, on like these things are unfolding on a day-to-day basis. About the nuclear- I mean, North Korea the other day was like, we consider that like... active war oh very close to so it's getting very the posturing is becoming like insane like i i I honestly have been having the thought of like what's gonna happen if there's just a nuke that goes off drafted do you think you would get drafted or are you too old to get drafted i know there's like an age cut off of being drafted and i I think it's like okay this is what it says. The U.S. currently operates under an all-volunteer armed forces policy. All male citizens between the ages of 18 and 26 are required to register for the draft and are liable for training and service until the age of 35. So did you already sign up for the draft? I don't think so. Maybe it's automatic. That's pretty young. So we're killing our 18 to 25-year-olds? Like, that seems so young to me. Why is the cutoff, like, literally 26 years old? That's so young. Not me being 30, being like, 26-year-old is so young. But when I was 26, I was like, I am so old. I don't think it's, like, it's young, but it's also... I mean, think about it. If you're 18 and you get drafted, you haven't really started a career. You don't have a family. You're kind of in the close you're getting close to like the prime physical peak of Mm -hmm. your life you're young and uh you're a sponge still (laughs) they could just send you off boots on ground i mean it's very important you know yeah so you have until you're liable for training and service until the age of 35 i don't really know what that means but i feel like you're not safe until you're 35 yeah so uh that's hopefully nothing happens for another three years and you'll be out three running. years until i'm 35 no three years four years jesus oh my gosh you're scaring right. me you're like jumping ahead i'm like wait am i losing it am i 32 <laughs> and i don't know and time is just slipping because time has been moving 
way so too fast. fast. I, I, mean, I wonder if everyone feels this way. I think it's just us or is as it just, we get older. You get older. Yeah, because when you're four turning five, that one year between four and five is 20% of your life. But the age of 30 to 31 is a 3% versus 10% yeah. or 20%. That's true. So I never thought about that. Time just feels shorter because you're getting old, so more to yeah. like recollect from. That's Either crazy. way, I'm so happy girls don't get drafted. <laughs> I would we might have to bring this one into the conversation. No, but I'm serious. If I got drafted, I would probably be doing a disservice to the military. Not yo. I could see you like being a sneaky little actually, ninja. May, actually, maybe that would be kind of fun to like be a little sniper. Like I've always wanted to like you would be good learn how to shoot a gun, which I think we should do. We should yeah, just we've talked about do it. it for fun one day. Just learn how to shoot a gun properly. Um, so actually, maybe I wouldn't be a disservice. I'd be a disservice if it came to a team, though, because I don't think I do well on teams. In the yeah, sense you're of, not good with teams. If, like, if another guy was fallen, there's no way I'd be dragging his ass back up the mountain to our base. Like, sorry. I would definitely be a disservice if it was, like, a physical test. Um, but, yeah, so that was it with episode 21 of the Rotten Podcast, guys. We're trying to keep them a little bit shorter and sweet, but we are back. Feels like we took so much time off, but it was just one I week. got so much work done. I've been sleeping so well. I've been going to just bed nice episode, and early. Yeah. yeah, just one episode break, and I feel reset and refreshed and ready to kill it. Um, all right, guys. Well, see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe if you guys are new. It's the biggest thing you guys can do for us. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>